0: I don't know what you put on there. Yeah. I don't know. You never <laughs> listen to our podcast, Sean. No, really. Oh my gosh! Thanks, man. I put a lot of effort into that, you know. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I you know,
1: <laughs> eh, it doesn't. I don't matter. do anything that warrants time to myself where I have, I can listen to a podcast.
0: Oh, I see. I see. That's okay. Hey, we're live. We are oh, live. Hey. hey, everybody! If you're watching us live on YouTube, um, is the video working, Sean? Did you check it mm-hmm. that out? They're just some stuff happening on there it looks
1: like
2: people are watching us watch us
0: yeah it's fine it's fine it's our first test uh live video so we can do that okay see if this is i see it here one waiting it says yeah we're there Uh, yeah all right cool close that i'm checking the chat sean's on chat duty while we talk so hey everybody Thanks for joining us. We are the fans of The Forge. We are live on YouTube for the first time. I'm Chris. To my right, we have... Theresa, And to my left... Over here, it's Sean. And we are going to recap the Fortune Fire Sword of Perseus episode, season six, episode 32. We're also going to cover Knife or Death Fortune Kukri episode, okay. part of season three. And we have some news we're going to go over and stuff that's been going on with us. All right. So... When we get started, uh, what you drinking? Oh, what are we uh, drinking? Yeah, 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 we it is that. still sober October uh, for me, so I am drinking water. That's fascinating, Teresa. What do
1: you got there? That's a little more exciting than water, I can tell. Mm-hmm. It's seltzer. All
2: right, that's toasted, definitely more exciting. Toasted coconut seltzer. Wow. Toasted
1: coconut. Wow, Big fancy. fancy high roller. And I am drinking some Von Trap Hellas. Von Trapp family, huh? Yeah. That's some good stuff. Golden Lager, before. it's pretty good. of Vermont. And uh the by the family it inspired the sauna
0: music. We've we, been there. We've been there, yeah. We yeah. went to the Von Trapp family farm.
2: We had a flight.
0: That's right, we did. We had a <laughs> flight of the beer while we were there. It was that it was very good. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's Sean good. also brought some uh beer for me to try once yeah, October is that, over.
1: So I had that before. That's the one I wanted you to try, but you were like, it's Sober October.
0: Yeah. That's the so- one. It's a spicy one. Yeah, the spicy yeah. beer. I can't wait to try that one. Yep. Next week. Next week. Yep. On Halloween, I'm going to have a drink with Teresa for her birthday. Live stream it. Yep. Oh, we do <laughs> <to> that. We <laughs> yeah, can live stream anything right. now. We've, we've, yeah. we've made it internet. we figured it out. All right. So let's get right into our business. So Fortune Fire, season six, episode 32, The Sword of Perseus. Uh, who wants to start us off with round one?
1: I'll start us off at round one. All right. So
0: let's look at our contestants.
1: We have Luke Anderson is a part-time Smith. We have Rob Wayman, a full-time Smith. Uh, Dave McKay, part-time Smith. From Connecticut. Oh, dang. Yeah, Brantford. And uh, Jared Ball, a part-time Smith, uh, former minor league baseball player out of Texas. Oh, wow. not familiar with him. Uh, however, moving on, these guys have to forge... Uh, a weapon signature style whatnot um, with a go my style billet.
0: Okay, go my go, go my. My. It's So not
1: it's, it's five layers and you have to alternate every layer.
2: So like a San is three layers this one's right. five.
0: Yes. Gotcha. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, and you have to use pieces from you know, Greek mythology. So they have some uh, some armor, some hammers, um, some lightning bolts, lightning bolts. Yeah, some lightning bolts. Oh, dang! <laughs> and uh, there's some medallions on there. It's clearly just like round stock, just like chunks. Yeah, like <laughs> <holding> onto <laughs> sure. the armor. Um, and uh, yeah, like I said, the, al- the layers must alternate. So every layer has to be different in that that billet. And, and Got it. Th- turn out. So. Uh, Jared heats and and quenches different pieces and snaps them to find out what quality of the steel is because they don't know what the pieces are Um, while others just do spark tests Um, so then Dave attempts to do two tacos which kind of makes sense so he's doing like a double Mai. so
2: so wait there's two ways that that two tacos can go (laughs) You make two tacos and then stick them side by side, or he's doing a, make, double, decker a, warm, a okay. double decker taco. A double decker,
1: like a chalupa. A taco within a taco. Is it right. chalupa? No, no, no. Okay, no, no. And, and <laughs> Dave Baker says something like, "Is like what? Don't they call it like a gordita?" I was like, "No, it's double decker. There's not. It's a. That's just a shell. The, the chalupa is just like a fried not shell. Not everyone is as, a is as well versed. gordita is like a thick shell."
0: Taco double decker? Belt? No, is... no. They had something It was not called a double-decker. It was something else. It's the double-decker, bro. Right. What are you, are you thinking? Crunch wrap?
2: No, those are the... Those are good. Yeah, those are really good. <laughs> <laughs> really good.
1: It's a double-decker. It's the hard and then the refried bean and then the soft. Okay. Over it. Mm. Got it. That's Fine. the double-decker.
0: Alrighty. righty.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, anyway, so he gets a sand mine. Then he tries to do another le- another taco over that. Except it doesn't stick. Like, it's just flopping all over the place. So he just ends up cutting that and then forge welding that to the outside.
2: So it's
1: like a taco sandwich. Taco sandwich, that's Ah. what he said, yeah. Um, And then Rob spends two hours getting his pieces ready. He spent two hours, like, cutting them and, like, putting that. I don't know how he spent two hours doing this, but he spent two hours just trying to get the pieces, like, just ready to put into the forge. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, wow. like 48 minutes to go, he's like, oh, and he like puts it in there. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, uh, that was interesting.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness.
1: But the the all quench and, and turn in uh, blades. Okay. So, moving on to judging uh, for Jared, uh, they said the steel looks really good. He had some minor cosmetic issues, but he had this awesome shape. It was a really nice uh, blade. For Dave, it was very lean and he had a big warp to it i mean this thing was long um and for robert it might not work well for the stabbing us he had this big belly in the front so the tip was kind of small so if you stab into something it's gonna just kind of catch on that belly gotcha and then for luke he did not create the go my because he had two lightning bolt metals together so he was stacking them and had
2: Oh done it kind they of to alternate.
1: They needed to alternate. Oh. And he didn't so he had two layers were lightning bolt, lightning bolt, and then That's too bad. Yeah. So I don't know if he understood hundred percent that they each layer had to alternate. Okay. I so gotcha. He ended up just getting kind of
0: disqualified. Ah, that stinks. Yeah. But they move on to round two, where they need to add a handle, symmetrical guard, and a pommel and Dave welds his pieces of metal to the thin part of the blade. Rob tries to remove part of the belly of his blade so that it's better for stabbing. Dave has some trouble getting his guard to stay in place, and then his handle scales broke. Yeah. And then he tried to use ivory for the handle scales, yeah, and they was, are still no good. He
1: was drilling through this, this piece of ivory, and then like it, I think he put it on, and it, was just like
0: slopped, it just like slid right off. Oh, geez. And so it was, it was a big... Uh, sloppy mess oh boy that's not good so he goes for a hollow bone handle and fills it with epoxy and then uses a synthetic disc for the pommel and melts it with the welder like actually melts it on so
1: he had the circle on there and the judge was like oh okay cool like he's got the bone like he went for the bone like yeah it's a great idea and then he had this little disc with a hole in it puts that on for the pommel and uh, he had like a little square piece of metal and he was just gonna, if he just peened it, it would have been fine. I would have held it all together. But then he tries, you're know, like, he's trying to weld it and he welds it. And then he's like, and Will's like, Dave, what's gonna, he's like, it's gonna melt. It's gonna catch fire. And it caught fire and oh, started to no. melt. And like, no. And then he's like, what's he gonna do? Is he gonna put it in water? Don't put it in water. And then he, while he starts walking over, Will goes, no. And then he goes, like right in a water bucket. So,
0: oh, jeez. Yeah. But it's just like the
1: end. So, yeah. But it was, it was kind of like rough.
0: Oh, boy. It's funny. So they move on to testing, and the strength test is the Greek armor stab. Robert, uh, his tip was still sharp, and there were some sharp points on the guard when he was uh, being tested. For Jared, the edge and tip held up. And then for Dave, the guard is cutting the leather glove that Dave was going to wear for protection, and so Dave gets the boot. Yeah,
1: it was a square piece, and... They picked they picked up the knife and he brings it over to the other judges and so they was wearing this little like black leather glove to protect himself during the test. Yes, you do. And of course. And then he was just like he said it it was cutting the like it just was gonna cut through the glove. Yeah, if he
0: swing swung that like uh, threw, it
1: was like cutting through like when he was just like evaluating it. So yeah,
0: that's no good. They didn't let him test. Oof. Well fair. Dave got the boot, and we move on to round three,
2: where they're making the sword of Perseus. Uh, no, I? Okay. So Perseus is best known for decapitating Medusa. The sword was deadly; must be twenty to twenty-two inches long, with medial ridge, horseshoe riveted guard, and a disc pommel. Jared on day one, first attempt at making a sword. Yeah. Oh, always you know, great, great when you're going to a nice, lush sword making competition. Of course using 80 CRV2. Day two, gets it quenched, starts working on the guard. Skips day three. Day four, attaches guard to pommel. I'm sorry, attaches the guard and the pommel. Um, Rob on day one, goes for Damascus. Wanted to do a twist, but couldn't do it alone. Um, Day two, he profiles the blade. And then his press stops working, and he has to continue by hand. Ooh, that's not fun. Doesn't show day three. Day four, he, he treats the blade, attaches the handle, and sharpens. So for the kill test, it's Medusa attack, which you probably saw that coming. Dang, that cool. yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, Rob, um, his is heavy but pretty sharp, will kill. Jared, perfect balance, razor sharp and will kill. And then the strength test was a stone cracking head attack. Yeah. Oh
0: my gosh. Yeah, it
1: was the stone head, like, shape. It was just, I was like, no way. And then I was like, how hard could that be? It was, well, it was stone. It was like concrete <laughs> or something like that. Cause Jay just go, and it's like, not moving, it nothing. It wasn't like, no, it was not falling
2: apart. So, on that, you know, not falling apart. Rob, the sword broke. <laughs> the yes. <tang. laughs>
1: After, on the fourth strike, it broke like just ahead of the handle, and then the blade back. came up, and it was like, and it came back. The tip like hit Jay's wrist, but he was wearing a glove.
0: Oh my goodness! And
1: I was like, oh, I was like, whoa, yeah. What so, were you
2: like?
0: Oh,
1: whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it almost cut him in half.
2: <laughs> oh, Jeez. Jared must survive four swings, and he does. And Rob gets the boot. Yeah. Jared is the winner.
0: Jared is the winner. Oh, well, congratulations! A nice sword,
2: yeah.
0: Very nice episode, and uh, yeah, so yeah. that's that one. Um, now we move on to Fortune Kukri, Knife for Death wrap up. Yeah
2: Get that set up over here.
0: And nice it's going to be it's going to be part wrap up on computer, and then we're going to switch to the paper at some point. So we'll have Sean do some of the, the wrap up on the computer. And Now a
1: word from our sponsors.
0: And now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. I was.
2: I do listen to the podcast, and there was at least two episodes where
0: it doesn't. No, do we're first, but and it doesn't go to sponsors. That's like not my fault. Later. That's not my fault. Back. I put the sponsor ad in there. Whether or not it plays is up to oh. the anchor podcast p- platform. All right, so. I'm not seeing any chats. If anyone out there
1: is watching and you want to say hi, just say hi. I mean, I don't know if it's working. Uh,
0: I mean, I think we're, no, no, I we
1: are we are live. It. I'll just say hi to myself here.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hey. Oh, look, I see it popped up on the computer. No, okay, it says right. hi, so That's it's good. definitely working. Right. Nobody ended up going over after he said we're going live, so what are you going to do?
1: Hey, what do you?
2: It's a Thursday night.
0: Yeah. yeah. People yeah. Are doing stuff. Well, we had Ben on here for a while, yeah. and he helped us set it up. He's like, you guys are a little quiet and sound yep. like robots. Yeah. Well, I don't think he said it like that. No, he didn't say it. He, he just typed it. He typed it. Let's move on <laughs> to Fortune Kukri episode. They we were uh, talking about a little uh, Oak Island, too. Oh, that's right. Sean yeah. was going on about the Oak Island. And I was like, they I saw the preview. Something. They found something what? in that preview. It was all true. Hey. That's what they said in the preview. <laughs> 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 what season are <did> they <laughs> yeah. Seven? Uh, I don't
1: know. I think they said 8,000? season seven. Could be. Seven years of this. No. <laughs>
2: Should find something, Benny. Oh, I mean, they found, they found some stuff. Not
1: necessarily one of those holes they've dug. I they mean, just they pulled, they like, found a couple
0: of coins on the
1: beach. Yeah, they find stuff like, oh, like in lost the, things? the land. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but there was like a, it was like a Spanish maravedi coin or something. Mm. So, and you know how many times I saw that coin in one season of the show. <laughs> Probably about 50 because they kept talking about it every commercial break. Well, they also found the Spanish Maraviti coin on the shore when they used the metal detector. Yeah. So maybe that means there's if a whole treasure buried there. If you
1: some of the theories, like the stones that are laid out and stuff, there's a
0: giant stone cross on the island. Okay, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's,
1: that's some weird stuff.
0: I agree. There's definitely some weird stuff going on the island, and the fact that that whole shaft even existed is nuts, right? When you dug Welcome down to the into Oak this island shaft, wrap up yeah, podcast. it's crazy, right? Video. wood planks every ten feet—that's crazy. It is, and the fact that there was some sort of drainage system. Obviously, there is some sort of drainage yes. system because they have proved that in the past. They're doing a dye test, and we're going too far into the weeds here. We're going to do our knife or death wrap up here, All right, coming sugar. soon. So yes, it. Well, when it starts, we'll chat. Fans it. We'll do it. Fans of the island. Fans of the island. We'll do it. Okay, that's a thing now.
1: Not Temptation Island. <laughs> well,
0: maybe. <laughs> Have
1: you watched that? No, I haven't uh, watched it. I saw a commercial the other day. I didn't
0: realize that show was still on. I thought that was a show from like the nineties.
1: Uh, I no, maybe I'm misquoting the name. There's a show on, on like TNT or TBS, I think. It's like couples, and or non-couples, or I Probably don't know what's going on. island. It's all
0: people and hookups. Banging like. on an island. Yeah. Alright, let's get started here. So, Sean, why don't you start us off with the all first place?
1: Alright, so, uh, what, what was this episode? Fortune, Fortune Kukri. Kukri. Fortune Kukri. So, we have Johnny Wen, who brought a chopper made by Nathan and Joe Carruthers. So, for Decapitator, he incurred two penalties between the corn and the cantaloupe. Uh, for Slasher, he had a penalty on the bottle. On Timber, the blade got stuck in the board and picked it up. And Goldberg says, didn't use the right strategy. The board fell to the side.
2: Seems like needless comment. Like, the right <laughs> well, yeah, strategy. We, see,
1: yeah.
2: we can don't, see it fell to the side. Yeah, don't
1: get it stuck in there. Uh, for Ice Pick, good to go. Lifeline, good to go. There's a goose. <laughs> yeah, there's a goose now. <laughs> oh. Uh, and on Killshot, he's out on the second set of straps.
0: Was it the? It was the individuals, and then the doubles. I think that and one the was triples? The, the one, and then the two, and then the three. Okay. Mm.
2: I've watched like three episodes, pretty like in a row, so I get a little of them mixed up with that last one because sometimes it's the one, two, three, and sometimes it's the crisscross. Yeah,
0: got it. So all right, uh,
1: keep going, Sean. Moving why, on. Why you got the computer? To Donovan Crawford. Island War Dirk, that he made in 1996. Oh. And he's a Renaissance style bladesmith. Okay. And Travis says, I look forward to seeing if age and treachery can overcome youth and skill. Oh, I
0: remember this guy, that's right, okay. I remember this guy, yeah. Yeah, you watched it. I did watch this episode. (laughs) I actually stayed awake for this whole episode. Wow. Good job. All right. Yeah. What about this guy, was he cool? He was just a big guy. Did he, he? think he had a bit of an accent of some kind? And he, but he was maybe putting on more of like a Scottish accent or something. It seemed, from what I remember correctly. Hence the name Donovan, is a very like Scottish Irish possible name. I could be completely wrong about that. <laughs> Let's keep going. Okay. Uh,
1: for decapitator, decapitator, you got one penalty on the cantaloupe. On slasher, you got a penalty on the bottle. Uh, Kept hitting the bottle while the box started moving.
2: So, like, they're on tracks, kind of thing? Yeah. And he, even though he'd gotten the penalty on the bottle, he kept going. Mm. The box started moving, and he didn't notice it until it was on its way
1: back. yeah. Yeah, it was halfway through the track before Donovan turned around. On timber, got through that, got through ice pick, got through lifeline, uh, there was a turkey, but gold bird didn't seem so sure.
2: So maybe that was the thing that I thought it was a goose. Oh, and it was like turkey.
0: Yeah, I it didn't looks know what like it was a, it, it's it's a plucked bird. You can't mm-hmm. really tell what it is yeah. it's as much it's as it is a, it's a naked chicken. bird. Yeah. Yeah. So when you so if it's a turkey, when you pluck the feathers off a turkey, does the the was the giblets or the what is it the Gobble? the goblet the gobbles? <laughs> What is it called? The, the thing that, hangs, the, no, the thing that <laughs> hangs off the neck of the turkey. The neck sack? <laughs> the neck sack? <laughs> like that's well, that's the, I don't know what But, but wouldn't that still be visible? Like if, if it was a, a turkey? turkey oh. Isn't that part of the head?
2: Not females.
0: Oh. I don't know, dude. Okay. Never mind. Figured it. <laughs> yeah, just a thought. Just All a theory. Right. And then they
1: made it through kill shot. Didn't have time to care about turkeys. Moving on to Frankie Sasto. Handmade and designed kukri with a hockey tape handle. Fortune fire competitor. For decapitator, one penalty on a cantaloupe. He was using his knife like a baseball bat. On slasher, he made it through the bottle.
2: Good job.
0: For timber, he tore it apart. Explosion. Oh yeah, the thing just blew up when he was like slamming on that. Mm -hmm. Actually, while we were watching this, I happened to post the story of this one to our Instagram thing and he messaged me like oh, yeah. almost immediately being saying be nice be nice <laughs> <laughs> and then he took a break to throw up yep he got yeah. dq'd yep, they, yeah they they medically evacuated him they said he couldn't compete anymore because he got very just the the adrenaline the adrenaline rush and exhaustion from it and yeah it was bad what we just
1: had some bad lunch
0: they dq'd him Oh come on it man. I would have I wanted to see him go through it cuz I mean the dude had a badass blade and he knew knew how to use it and it was just all that got to him and they they Maybe took it him didn't out. get to him. Maybe the lunch got to his belly. It could be. Yeah. It could be. He was hung over. Huh?
2: Um so that's where I stopped typing that was.
0: Okay, so this is some other that's notes. A, something mm. else, yeah. Okay. okay I'll about that. Uh, we'll, so we'll talk about this. Yeah, so we're off the computer now. All right. So now we are on Dan Keffler, and he had a. He may have made a custom. Wait, it was a custom he was a blade, blade maker, and it was a custom blade that looked like a katana,
2: katana ish.
0: And they didn't say that he made it, but it it kind of implied that he was. Yeah. Uh, for decapitator, he had a penalty on the cantaloupe. Uh, for the what? Well, uh, what the hell is this thing called? Slasher? What? Is, slasher. Slasher. He had a uh, second hit on bottle. Amazing. What does that mean?
2: That means he got the bottle on the second hit. <laughs> oh, bottles really hard oh to that's get. right.
0: That's the bottles that are like taped and stuff.
2: I think my notes are that hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then for Timber, he's doing it the right way. He hit it one too many times. <laughs> so he was doing it right. And then, and then did immediately it. didn't do yeah, it right. Okay. And then we had to quit a note here. How it wasn't moving. <laughs> When <laughs> so he hit he hit the the board one too many times and we're saying how how is it that one too many times because it wasn't falling yet. Yeah. And then he hit it and then it fell. <laughs> Whatever, Goldberg. Um ice pick, ice pick he got through. Uh, lifeline. lifeline. Gold oh that's right. <laughs> that's right. So at this point, after Goldberg
2: questioned the turkey.
0: Questioned the turkey, he's like now he's on lifeline and uh, he gets through the, the bird. <laughs> he, he avoids naming what that third animal is since what? he doesn't know if it's a turkey. <laughs> and then for Kill Shot, he he finishes and he goes and has a nice Lord of the Rings quote at the end. What is, I
2: don't I remember. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what he said. It's definitely from Lord so of the Rings. He... Something about. He was. You he shall not pass. pass. Oh, maybe
1: it was you shall not pass. I, just, I was just coming up with that. Is that what he said?
2: I think so. I think, All right. There
0: you go. go. There I you
2: go. To that effect. Um, and then we have Dan Weston. He had a handmade panabas. It was made by both Westons, Dan and Josh, mm. together. Um, Josh Weston is his cousin. And um, two can't pronounce panabas. I forget how he pronounced oh, it, but it was yeah. not. It was
0: multiple right. times he pronounced it different ways, and none of them were Panabus. It was Panabus, yeah, and then That's close. Panabus, I believe. <laughs> well That's before.
2: not so close. Um, so Dan got stuck on the cantaloupe, one penalty. For Slasher, um, none started track back. Do you know what I meant by that? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't none of the none of the because it goes on a track oh, forward, and right, back, forward and back he, he destroyed them managed... before they hit the point where it starts going backwards oh, that's wow. how badass he was wow. with that
2: on timber Goldberg says he's just using destruction well it worked so what are you job. supposed to do um, right exactly meanwhile two is talking about that being a good strategy and waiting <laughs> to let gravity do its thing <laughs> <laughs> ice pick uh, one slice So that was great. Lifeline, um, good job. And Kill Shop, Kill kill Shot, also made it through. Um, So there were four people that made it all the way through Kill Shot. And the two Dans were the ones that are then going out to Dead Run. All right. So there's Dan W and Dan K, which we go forward as Weston and Kepler because they're Dans.
0: Okay. Well, I'll cover Dan Weston. Sure. Um, Goldberg goes to Two Lamb. He's like, I'm going to get him good with this one. Watch this, guys. Watch this, guys. I'm going to get him good with this one. Hey, Two, I bet Dan's going to win. <laughs> wow. And he was right. He was right. So for Dan Weston. <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> he has a hard time on the plastic bottles and gauntlet. And then he has one penalty. And then for Ball Buster, he has three penalties for... Extinguisher, he actually has zero penalties. Is that correct? Did we have a check mark for Extinguisher? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. That's impressive. And then on FF, Free, free Fall, fall uh, he has four penalties on all the small ones. He had trouble mm-hmm. getting those cantaloupes no. or possibly Melons. small watermelons, whatever mm-hmm. they were. The
2: smaller yeah. version of whatever melon.
0: For Fire and Ice, it took more, more than, than two, two strikes. I
2: stopped counting.
0: Oh, Okay. <laughs> And then for crash landing, he missed the sandbags and the meat. And for firestorm, firestorm he is that. What is that? You just
2: that's the one where you climb this, you cut the oh, ropes, you, you climb, climb the stairs, stairs and you, you cut the thing. So it, it's given a name, but nobody uh, ever fails at it.
0: Yeah, nobody's ever <laughs> failed it. Um, and so overall, he had ten penalties with a time of six minutes and three seconds,
2: which they don't tell you. At that point, Well, that's okay. At
0: the end. That's okay. It doesn't matter. We still got to find out who's going to... Still do the reveal. kepler's up. <laughs> All right.
2: So I think Kepler actually went first based on like why I wrote more than two strings.
0: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> anyway, so Gauntlet, he was methodical. One slice through each thing. Um, Ball Buster, he had six penalties. Which I think there's mm. only like eight balls that come down. So mm-hmm. that was... He, um, Extinguisher cut all four. You um, got a penalty on the first one. For free fall, you had three penalties on the small ones. Fire and ice got through with two strikes. Um, crash landing cut the rope on the sandbag instead of the mm. sandbag itself. And then Firestorm was good. He had 11 penalties with a time of six minutes and eight seconds.
0: Oh, oh that's close. Dan won. Yeah. Wow. Probably
2: the difference of a penalty. Actually,
0: yeah, that one penalty is five seconds. Is it five? I thought it was more than five seconds if you got a penalty, Uh, though. Yeah,
2: that's I'm saying. So, because he had an extra penalty, he oh, that's what definitely why he lost, right? Yeah,
0: Yeah. right. So, congratulations to Dan Weston. Moving on to the finale episode,
2: which I have not yet watched, but it's the last one left. Yeah, we still gotta watch that one,
0: but we still have other episodes to cover before that one, too, I believe. Yes, anyway, congrats, Dan Weston. That was our knife or death wrap up for Fortune Kukri. All right. So now we can yes. move on to mm-hmm. Tales from Infinite oh, Forge. Okay. Um, I don't really have much to talk about. I didn't get to do anything the past couple weeks beyond working on the shed. Yep. I did uh, finish up painting the shed and putting corner pieces on the shed. So now that is essentially done. And I actually, I had to replace a vent because I accidentally busted one of the vents while we were painting. He hulked. Oh. Well I wanted to try to paint like I didn't want to just paint up to the vent. I wanted to get a nice coverage, so I tried to pull it out and the thing had been in there for so long it was just brittle and it broke to pieces. Huh. He hulked. So I got a, a uh. new vent in. Yes. Hulk smash. All that good stuff. And we painted the shed. Teresa and the girls helped, which was nice. It was a fun activity. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> they
2: had an attention span mm-hmm. of a wall. I
0: think they did about half an hour. Um, it was about a half an hour. Yeah. Beth managed to get paint all over herself and leaned against the wall and touched mm-hmm. her face. And
2: she had it on her nose. <laughs> yeah, it was she, pretty like, cute. Not because she she leaned against the wall. <laughs> yeah, <she was> right <laughs> nose. Okay, her nose.
0: and so that's all I had really gotten time to work on. But I had ordered a grinder a few weeks back, and I do have said grinder in house. Oh, you do. Let's go get it.
2: Oh, yeah, that came right as I was leaving the house, and the guy's like, should I just put it here? Yes, because I'm not <laughs> lifting that. Thank you. Uh, still in the plastic wrap because I haven't had any time to set it up yet. That's tomorrow, right? That's
1: tomorrow. If you haven't heard that, it's still in a plastic wrap because he hasn't had time to set it up yet. That's tomorrow.
2: Oh, that's right, because he's not near a microphone. He's not near microphone. Ah.
0: Thank you for recapping. Yes. I tried to yell so that the mics would pick me up. Uh, so I, I don't know how well that went. It's hard to tell. I can see the little thing. Moving over there. Anyway, so I'm very excited to get that set up and working. I have a number of blades that are ready for some grinding and I want to get that done. So hopefully, I'll be able to at least get set up and do some practice starting grinds on some things. Yeah, that'd be good. And in the meantime, I have been thinking about, you know, if I'm going to use this shed at my workshop, you know, in the coming months over the winter time, it's going to be getting darker earlier and i need to be able to see out there and i bought some led strips but like am i gonna like run a cord through the snow all the time and try to figure out how i'm gonna get in there and have no ventilation so i I started looking into what it takes to get power out to the shed and i actually have some good solutions for that that i'm gonna start putting a little uh list of items i need to get to do that it's pretty straightforward panel um I need. Basically, it's gonna involve putting an either an outdoor uh, socket on the outside,
2: so we can have Christmas lights outside now.
0: I mean, it's in the back of the house. It's gonna be in so, the back of the house. Or mm-hmm. an extension cord, yeah. right? Well, we could we could do Who that. Doesn't do that. Everyone we, does that. We have. Well, we because, haven't because so you don't I, have an outlet out there. No, but once you do. Well, we actually we did put lights outside before
2: because we took out our porch light and put some other mm. weird thing. We had one
0: of the adapter yeah. light bulb things that you could screw in that gives you plugs. Right. But so then we, we didn't have a porch light. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have yeah. a porch lights. So Although
2: we had Christmas lights.
0: Anyway, if we're going if I'm going to do that, I want to get it done before the winter time, but there's a couple different options that are available for that. You could either bury your conductors in pipe or using jacketed metal clad cable, which I know all about cuz I work in the electrical field, or metal jacket buried jacketed metal clad cable so like if you see the regular mc cable that's in home depot which is like the the armored cable right they they sell that with a pvc jacket like coating okay and and that's direct burial rated so you can bury that in the ground but you got to dig like 18 inches down to be able to use that so i don't know if that's going to be something i can do in our yard because it's so full of rocks and tree roots and everything else that's true um although they make things that They they make trench diggers and things. Yeah,
2: but it's also like the ground is getting colder and
0: harder. Right. Now it's not frozen, so it wouldn't really make much of a difference to do it now. It's once it starts to freeze consistently overnight is when it's going to make it be a problem. (laughs) So I did find out there's a possible other solution that involves having portable cord that you can run to the outlet over here. So if I was to run an outlet, have an outlet outside, mm-hmm. you can get a waterproof screw-in outlet that locks in, and then you could just unplug it when you're done with it, and then run the cord back into the, the shed or something. And do oh, you need it to lock? Just for safety precautions and stuff for that type of cord connection, especially if you're
1: using. What what, what are you putting out there?
0: No, it's just a cord. That's no, but on.
1: like what what size? Like what what amperage?
0: Well, it's got to be able to run the. The grinder and lights and ventilation. Is it just 15 amp, 20 amp? Probably going to be... Well, no, you're going to go 30 amp. Well, that's that's what I'm asking. You're going to want to go 30 amp. (laughs) That's what I want to (laughs) know. Because I want to be able to eventually, potentially uh, wire this up for 220 volts and get the full 2 horsepower motor working on it. Mm -hmm. So you can do that with portable cord. It's just a matter of... I, I probably even have spots on my breaker to be able to run that to the to the outlet outside, but the problem is you have to drill through the side of the house to be able to put something like that in, and I'm not versed in that sort of installation, so I'd have it's to a drill drill a hole. It's not just drilling a hole, Sean. There's, There's electrical codes and all that good stuff. And uh you drill a yeah. hole in an appropriate spot.
2: Or we can use one of the existing holes that it's in an inappropriate spot because the previous homeowners did stuff like that. There you go. <laughs> oh we got
0: Tom Slaney just commented on our test video, not the one that we're currently Uh-oh. live streaming. The test video, saying it looks like it's working.
2: It is, like, Tom. Tom, Thanks. thank
0: you, Tom. Oh, on. It's we're we're live though. Check out the the live video. Oh, it says
1: GFCI,
0: dude. Oh, who
1: said that? It's Laney.
0: Oh yeah, well I know GFCI. Everybody's got to use GFCI. Anyway, long story short. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't going, know what the, story. <laughs> you, the want, you want to put power I want to there. put power to the right. shed. It's something that I think I can do. So we'll see. Bon voyage. Bon voyage? What does that mean? Good luck.
1: That doesn't that's mean good bon- luck. I'm not saying that's what that means. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm adding good luck to that. Just good
0: luck. Okay, fine. Have fun. So that's all I have for Tales from Infinite Forge. Other than that, I was in... Where was I? Oh, Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, the last couple days for a trade show for work. And, uh, yeah. Is that fun? Not really. Right. Hmm. Anyway, who else got something to share for Tales from Infinite Forge? Any Doing any work mm-hmm. recently there, Sean? I don't think so.
1: Um, I hung up some guitars in the basement. They look pretty good. Sweet. I think I'm going to get some more hangers. It looks nice. And then I'm trying to build some uh, radiator covers out of wood for the bedroom. so we have some down in the living room. Just kind of hide the you know, the big radiators. Mm-hmm. So I bought some wood. I haven't gotten to
0: it yet. I'm trying to figure it out. But you, the radiators you are what you still use for heat, right? Yeah. And so you can put wood covers on them and that won't affect the heat? No, because you leave the front... Oh, you leave the front.
1: front, Or you put, like, a metal, like, screen in front. Oh, You know, thin metal. Got it. That's how they are now downstairs. So, in the back would it still be kind of open, too. Got it. So, just kind of, like, cover it up.
0: All right. That's cool.
2: Yeah. So, when we were visiting and the kids were upstairs, you know, you had a little one leaning against the radiator. You can avoid stuff like that. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: mean... Yes, that would you know, I guess that's a a, that's a good benefit of it <laughs> too. Yeah. You know. And we can also like put stuff on top of the radiators now. If we had those. Sure. Now like it's just like I got this little stinky table and then there's another table in it, but it's like kinda crowded and it sticks out, so it's just you know, it'd just be convenient just to have a flat surface just to put phones and books on and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What about you?
2: I've been learning how to use the InDesign from Adobe to make marketing materials oh. for work.
0: Fun. Fun stuff. Oh, great. Yay. This is your guy. Oh, yeah. We've been going back He's and forth. Huh? his
2: own work. So. I've
0: uh, been consulting. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Almost done. It's looking good. So it's coming out good. I like it. I
2: need the file size to be less than one kilobyte. I'm not one. Oh, never mind.
0: What? One kilobyte? No, a thousand. A megabyte? Maybe. That's a 1,000 kilobytes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't know what I'm saying. Never mind. I need 32. It's just over 32. Oh. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: Gotcha. Well, I'm sure we can figure that out. Okay. If you need any phone work up there.
2: I got a guy. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So that was also something I started last week was trying to investigate like phone system thing. Mm. I I have lots and lots of phone calls coming my way that I don't want.
0: (laughs) Teresa put her information into something and now she's getting phone calls.
2: Not anymore, because I politely said, we are not working on this project at this time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When will you be? In about a year? Yeah. Maybe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, well, that's good. Interesting. So, what else do we have? Anything else to talk about? No. Any news? I can't think of anything. Mm. No? No. All right. Well, I guess that's a good... uh, Good... uh... 40-something minute video here. Not bad. That's about what they usually are anyway. So thanks, everybody, for watching our first live stream episode on YouTube of Fans of the Forge. And uh, congratulations to those people that won their episodes and everyone that competed. And we're going to record another episode tonight. We're probably going to record it the same way as a live stream, and then maybe I'll take it down and post it up Mm -hmm. again in a week or something. So. Stick around if you want to watch that live stream. Otherwise, we'll talk to you guys later. See ya.